Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. Welcome back to the pod and happy February. I know we're already like a week into this month, but with this month comes Valentine's Day. I feel like that is something that a lot of us think about when we think about this month. And with this very couples focused holiday right around the corner, I wanted to take this opportunity today to remind you that the most important relationship you will ever have in this lifetime is the one that you have with yourself. Self-love will empower you, it will heal you, it will restore you, and it is the key to your mental and emotional health, and it's also the basis for every other relationship in your life. I think one of the biggest mistakes is that we think that love is about meeting the right person, or being in the right relationship, or finding that perfect person for us. But in reality, love is about you becoming the right person for you. It's about wanting to spend the rest of your life with yourself first and foremost. And look, don't get me wrong. Relationships with loved ones and your friends and your family and romantic partnerships are a beautiful, amazing and important aspect of life. But I just keep coming back to this idea that without a solid foundational relationship with yourself, Any other relationship that you have in life with people or things outside of yourself will never really be able to reach their fullest potential. This month is always kind of interesting for me. I've never been in a truly healthy partnership through this Hallmark holiday, and I know that's what it is, but it's okay to want that for yourself, right? It's okay and you are allowed to want romance and love and partnership and relationship. But while wanting that, can you also simultaneously and more importantly, love yourself? Give yourself the love that you are desiring from someone else. To really give and receive love in its purest form, you have to first love yourself. Your biggest commitment must always be to yourself. Self-love is something that I've really struggled with throughout my life, and it's something that I've had to work really, really hard at. And none of us are born innately not appreciating who we are, but instead due to trauma or other experiences that encourage disconnection from ourselves, we can start to really move away from that healthy and important self-love and self-appreciation. And between Valentine's Day and the other societal pressures we face to find love and be in partnership and all of that stuff, I think that there's not enough emphasis on how important it is to fall in love with yourself first. I also don't know about you, but at many different stages and points in my life, I've been told or reminded that self-love or putting yourself first is somehow selfish. And that it's a bad thing or that you don't want to be overly confident or too cocky and whatnot. But there's a really big difference 
between being full of yourself and selfish and having a deep appreciation for all that you are and loving yourself enough to understand that when you take care of yourself, when you love yourself, you teach other people how to love you, right? You deepen your capacity to love and give to others and you set the tone for all of the other relationships in your life. There's a big difference between those two things. When I'm asking you to love yourself, I'm not encouraging anyone to be cocky or full of themselves in an unhealthy way, but I am asking you to fall in love with yourself, to be your own biggest fan, to date yourself, to support yourself, to show yourself the love that you desire to receive from others. You deserve that and you don't have to wait for somebody to give it to you. You can give it to yourself, but without self-love, life is hard. Without self-love, relationships are hard. Finding that fulfillment and that authentic connection with people is going to be really hard because we ultimately attract what we are. So if we are not actively loving ourselves, right? I don't mean like feeling perfect in every single moment. I just mean meeting yourself with love and grace and acceptance as often as possible. If we are not doing that, we're ultimately attracting people who are going to mirror back how we feel about ourselves. For many, many years, in my late teens and probably half of my 20s, I didn't love myself. I didn't. It's hard to admit, but I didn't. I wanted to be anyone else but me. I was on a mission to change who I was in every possible way, and the goalpost was always moving. I thought that who I was was not okay, that I wasn't worthy of love. And because I didn't love myself and respect myself and appreciate who I was, I not only attracted, but I allowed people to be in my life that didn't love, respect, or appreciate me. And there was this moment where I realized that the lack of self-love that I had for myself was not only attracting people that mirrored that back to me, but then it also became a vicious cycle because the more people I attracted into my life that didn't love and respect me, the less and less I loved and respected myself because I relied on those people to give me feedback about who I was. I put my self-esteem and my self-worth in the hands of every single person but me. Self-love is a thing that breaks the cycle of unhealthy relationships. And as a single woman in my 30s, I understand the pressure and anxiety that can come with being a single woman in your 30s. But in the same vein, as a single woman in her 30s, I'm here to remind you that being in partnership with someone else is, yes, amazing. But it's not everything. And if that's something that you desire, know that the deeper you can begin to love yourself, the sooner you're going to set the tone and set the vibe for that healthy mutually loving partnership to come into your world. And this brings up another interesting thought about not just being single or being in a relationship, but with all things. I think that if we can begin to cultivate joy, love, support, or any other thing that we typically look for outside of ourselves, within ourselves, we can step away from that constant state of wanting and instead shift into a place of enjoying and being and receiving It's like that same idea of that I'll be happy win mentality, thinking that partnership or relationship will bring the joy. So I'll be happy when I have the partnership or relationship or I'll love myself when someone else loves me or deems me worthy of love or I'll feel content when I get this job or that job or this car or move here. But the reality is that that way of thinking is always 
going to leave you in a state of lack and wanting. And that energy of lack interrupts the opportunity of abundance. And wanting always interrupts being. The same goes for manifestation. When you're in the energy of abundance and cultivating gratitude for what you have, you attract more goodness, right? But when you focus on what's missing or what you think you're lacking, all you ultimately end up doing is attracting more lack. Self-love and confidence works in the same way. They both have an accumulative effect. Each one works together to build upon one another. The more time and energy you invest in yourself, the deeper the appreciation for yourself will grow. And what you focus on expands. You know, I really wish that self-love was taught and spoken about more. But that is not the world we live in. I think it's spoken about more now, more so than when I was growing up. But we do live in a world where a lot of comparison is happening. There's a lot going on that can trigger us into feeling like we are never enough. But this is why it's super important for us to make a commitment to self-love and make it a priority. And this practice, for most of us, is a long-term commitment and it can feel challenging at best. And how it looks will change every single day. But I found in doing this work personally that there are a couple of foundational pieces, which are acceptance grace, gratitude, and flexibility. Acceptance is vital in self-love and it's so important to learn to just be okay with where you're at today. To be okay with what you have and who you are while working for what you want. I kind of touched on that earlier, right? You don't have to be absolutely obsessed with everything and everything's perfect. No, that's not what I'm saying. Can you work towards being okay, towards being neutral, Then towards being grateful, you start to shift into a higher vibrational feeling each time. But first, you just have to be able to make peace with what is now. And then gratitude is a powerful piece of the self-love puzzle, if you will, which I have an entire podcast episode about gratitude. That is episode 15. But gratitude in this context is a way for you to shift your focus to what you do have or what you are able to do. And let that realization raise your vibration and shift you into a state of abundance and joy. For example, if you're having trouble making peace with your body, I know a lot of us have been there. I definitely have. Instead of focusing on what you don't like or what you think needs to change, can you instead focus on what your body can do? And can you cultivate gratitude for that? What does your body as it is right now allow you to do? Run, hug loved ones, experience joy, see, hear. You have to start to think about what you do have. I know that's super cliche. I'm sure you've heard it a hundred times, but I'm telling you, this is where it starts. Gratitude is where it starts. And then we shift into grace and flexibility. And these two kind of come hand in hand because we are human beings and human beings are not static things. To love yourself, you have to recognize that some days are going to be easier than others. Everything's always changing. You'll be different from one day to the next. The only constant in life is that we change, we contract, we expand, we ebb, we flow. We are always in a cyclical state of change. And self-love is an act of ebbing and flowing. It's an act of finding grace and gratitude and flexibility as things shift and change. By accepting yourself, 
cultivating gratitude for what is, editing out the people and things that make you feel like you're hard to love, giving yourself grace, and practicing flexibility with who you are. You are setting the stage and opening your heart up to what makes you you. You are essentially getting out of your own way and allowing the relationship that you have with yourself to grow and flourish. Falling in love with yourself as you are right now is the quickest way to step into that next level version of yourself. And the confidence that comes with loving yourself is unparalleled. And the other thing is too that like when I really started to focus on loving myself more, I became less affected by people and things outside of myself because I was no longer searching for love, happiness, joy, fulfillment outside of myself. And sure, I do seek it outside of myself on occasion, but the percentage of my joy, love, acceptance, happiness that I receive or seek out from things or people outside of myself is so small that it really doesn't shake me anymore if I don't receive it. I became self-sustaining You know, so can you start to give yourself the love, the support, the partnership that you're seeking outside of yourself? Can you cultivate that within yourself? Can you choose to be kind to yourself? Can you choose to appreciate yourself? Now look, being unkind to yourself and picking yourself apart, it can become habitual. Trust me, I know. When I was knee deep in it all, I could see where my perceived flaws were and I felt like everything I hated about myself was underlined and in bold font. And when I began my self-love journey, the first thing I started with was my immediate environment and the relationships in my life that made it hard for me to love myself. One by one, I let them go. And each time I did, I gained a little more love for myself back. The next thing I did after that was I started to become painfully aware of how I spoke to myself. It was not okay. And when I'd catch myself being unkind, I would stop the thought and just allow myself to get curious. This is something that I still work on. I've come a really long way, but even now when it happens, I'll literally pause and ask myself, where is this coming from? Is this true? And then in that same breath, I shift my focus to something that I love about myself and I tap into gratitude. And I know that that can feel really, really uncomfortable. It still feels uncomfortable for me sometimes too. I'm like, this feels wrong. (laughs) This feels wrong to be pointing out something that I like about myself, but it's not wrong. And I'm telling you, the moment that I do that, I immediately feel my energy change. And this is where the work begins. Well, That and changing the way we think about self-love. Because a lot of us have been taught that self-love is selfish and being selfish has a negative connotation. Especially as females. The society we live in tells us we are paying way too much attention to our wants, our needs, our well-being, and not enough to others. But I am here to tell you that paying attention to yourself and putting your own wants and needs and well-being first is the absolute best thing that you can do not just for yourself, but for every other person in your life. I don't know another way to say this other than this. The most important relationship is the one with yourself. Relationships come and go. They ebb and flow, right? This is a natural part of life. But you, you will always at the end of the day have yourself. This is why it's crucial to ensure that you cultivate a relationship within yourself 
and be the kind of partner that you'd want to spend the rest of your life with to yourself. And to be honest with you, when I'm not in a good place with myself and I'm not doing what I need to feel good and take care of myself, I am not enjoyable to be around. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not able to be my best self. So it's ironic that we're told that putting our needs and wants first is selfish because I think it's quite the opposite. Showing up as my most loving best self for others is, in my opinion, me offering 100% of my effort. And giving anything less than that would be selfish. And when I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not prioritizing my own needs, I'm not able to give 100% of my effort. You know, it's like you can't pour from an empty cup. You really can't. So today and every day moving forward, I want you to make a commitment to prioritize the relationship that you have with you. You can put this into practice in big or small ways, but make it a daily practice. Maybe the practice is simply committing to stopping thought when you notice that an unkind thought comes up and changing the narrative. Maybe it's prioritizing your yoga practice or workout before something else or someone else. It also could be making more time for self-care or saying no when something isn't aligned. You can change up your wardrobe or start therapy. Or maybe it's letting go of relationships that make you feel like you're hard to love. This practice is going to look different for everyone and it's going to hopefully shift and change as you grow and evolve. So I want you to think of some ways that you can start to work on the relationship that you have with yourself right now. And even if you're in a relationship or a partnership with someone else, you've got to invest in the relationship that you have with you. Because at the end of the day, you've got to learn to belong to yourself first before you can share any piece of yourself with others. It's your mind and your heart and your body and your soul that you will be waking up to and going to bed with every single night for the rest of your life. You got to learn to fall in love with the art of taking care of yourself. Fall in love with the practice of loving yourself. I cannot stress this enough. When I started to prioritize the relationship that I have with myself, I gave myself the opportunity to deeply connect with my uniqueness. And as a result of that, every single thing in my life up-leveled and expanded. The relationship that you have with you is the most important relationship you'll ever have in this lifetime. It sets a tone for every other relationship that you will ever have. Okay, before I let you go, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes by, I believe... Rudy Francisco said this, perhaps we should love ourselves so fiercely that when others see us, they know exactly how it should be done. Okay, that is all for today. I love, 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 love you. And I want you right now to go and love on yourself a little bit too. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.